we go. Five, four, oh, I'm not supposed to count out loud. There we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode, New Year 2021. We're calling it season two. We officially made it to a second season. <laughs> I don't know how. We, we have missed the past couple of weeks. We have. Um, but not because we're jerks. No. Because... We had a new baby. Well, it was Christmas it was the and the holidays. And we did have a new baby. And show everybody your belly. Shut your mouth. <laughs> um, I'm still wearing my maternity jeans. But literally, as of yesterday, I get an email from Rick that says, hey guys, we are officially up on Amazon. Good way to start the new year. My Life with in Quarantine, the special that we shot last year, um, is up on Amazon. Yes. We've been waiting for it to get approved and it finally went through, so, so that's it's, exciting. It's, it's so crazy to me. I mean, this is now my fourth one-hour stand-up special, uh -huh. and, and getting that first special was like one of those, am I ever gonna get a special? Is it ever gonna happen for me? I just wanna get an hour out there of my stand-up so yeah. people can see what I do. So to be here with number four, which, you know, by the way, we still have a special that needs to be recorded of material that I was preparing. Before quarantine happened. Before the Rona. Yeah. And so to be able to put this out and, and what was really special about this one is our four-year-old at the time, and now five, was on it. Yeah. Um, you were seven and a half, no, eight months pregnant. No, no, I wasn't that pregnant. You're pretty fat. I, well, yes, I, I was big. <laughs> I felt very pregnant, but I think maybe it was like four or five months, right? Five no, months, six months? No, it was like six or seven months. Yeah. Which, by the way, it always cracks me up because that pregnancy was so hard and you were miserable and tired and I feel like I need a violin I for never, every time you say that. I never saw you smile and then all Poor of a sudden Steve. you're like, I just don't have the energy. All of a sudden I'm like, hey, you wanna film a special? Yes, I need dresses <laughs> and I need this. And then she was like running around the set. I'm like, wait, where's that girl? Like that girl's awesome. But uh, you were on it. Um, we ended up doing I, the, I was on it, yes. Yeah, well, no, then we ended up doing the podcast afterwards and Miss Dora. Uh, it's just mom. so different than any of your other specials. It was cool, man. And, and for me, you know, as my career has gone on, it has become more family, more family, more wife, more family. So yeah. to, to see the evolution of, of the way specials have kind of grown. Yours. Yeah. Your and, and, I, and I hope people like it. I don't know if, you know, because, you know, you do get these comments that are like, oh, God, now he's he's got his wife, oh, you know, and yeah, yeah. do we have to hear his wife? And I'm like, well... I don't get those comments. <laughs> <laughs> no, the comments I'm getting are that, like, everybody's loving it, and I think, um, I think a well, lot of you... And we surprised Daddy Raymond the night of. My father did not realize that he was going to be on the special. We just told your mom. Yeah, and of and course, Ms. we got to tell mom, because Miss Dora... You know, she's got to get the makeup and she's got, to go, she's got to go pick out the outfit and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I just remember seeing Daddy Raymond sitting next to your mom in the audience and he was higher than giraffe pussy. And, and I was like, I was like, we got to get Daddy Raymond on stage. And he was just amazing. And when he, you know, well, I don't know how it ends, but I, if I remember correctly, because I'll never watch it again. 
Um, Steve can't. He, Steve can't watch himself. He can't even like hear. I've himself. never seen it gets, my own gives special. Him so much anxiety. You know, and, and, and that was another thing. Rick would be like, "Hey, Steve, what do you think of this edit?" I'm like, "Great, great, great." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm. I can't watch myself. Rick and, came and, and like brought all these computer screens, TV screens, yeah. so that we could sit and edit together here at the table. And then we couldn't get anything to work, and you were thrilled. You I was like, "Great, great. Awesome. I don't want to watch." Like it. I don't. You know, but but I also I am one of these people that I, I like to surround myself with talented people. I trust Rick. Yeah. And I know that Rick's gonna gonna put out a good product. And I know that Brian uh, Hart, the writer. Yeah. I know that he's very involved. So let them let them tell the story. Let's put it on the air. Let's hope people like it and share it and tell other people. And and you know we don't. Speaking of yes, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but I cut you off all the time. So. Um, you guys, please rate it five stars, write a review. I don't know if you can do that on a mobile device, but I know if you get on a computer, you well, can more rate importantly, it and write a review. More importantly, share it. Yeah. You know, let people know about it because, you know, Renee and I, and, and I say Renee and I, but we don't, we don't get the big press, right? Amazon didn't come to us and put up billboards and, and, you know, make this huge deal about Steve Trevino. Yeah. It's the people that watch it, like it, follow us. You know, don't keep us have to yourself. Have it playing in the background you know. once a day. <laughs> just, if you have Prime, just turn on the TV and hit play. and Just let it play. Just let it play. We get paid. Ass. We get paid. You don't have to do anything. You already have Prime. Just let it play. Go play. When you're at Grandma's house, play yes. it at Grandma's yeah. house. Yeah. Go to other people's houses and play it on yeah, their yeah, TVs. Yeah. Good job. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're very excited about it. And, and we unfortunately are not in our neighbor, our north neighbor, Canada. But we're working on it. Yes. Um, There's an approval process. So now that we are up in the States, we can do <coughs> some other countries. And it's cool because we are in the UK, yeah. which is really cool. We've had people send messages already. I've had lots of Canadians say they were oh, so bummed that I they know. went and it wasn't there. So Canada, we're working on it's it. It's crazy that Amazon's that smart. That They're like, no, you guys get this. You guys don't. Like, it's smart. That's smart. Well, it's crazy that they can do that. Oh. It's on the freaking internet. You know what I mean? Like, can you not just grab it? Yeah. Like, it's insane, you know, yeah. but... And why, why are you laughing, Rick? This isn't new technology. But it's crazy to me that you can't just watch it anywhere and everywhere. Why not? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Nathan. Yeah. Just so he said, I think we're laughing at you. Let me repeat Whoa. it. Just so <laughs> That's usually how it works. I mean, I told Renee, I go, we're, every time we do a podcast with other people, it's basically roast Steve. <laughs> like it's bad. Like it's, on the new special seems like it's basically 45 minutes of everyone just shitting on me. That's like, what it was. The, the 45 no, minutes not. of, it, I'm really, it's not, your dad's like, you ain't worth the shit. That, that's <laughs> like, it was literally, hey, let's, hey, you guys all want to get together and shit on Steve? That'll be fun. He's short, right? Let's high five. No. <laughs> he wears tank tops. What a loser. Speaking of. I knew you were going to bring oh it up. Oh, my gosh. I was waiting. This is awful. Just because we're filming the podcast at home doesn't mean you wear, like, shirts. With, look at this tattered shirt. I, this is my favorite shirt. And I just realized, what kind of an asshole am I? Uh-huh. That I haven't worn my favorite tank top oh. on the podcast. <laughs> and it's almost done. Like I was going to say, it's on its last leg, baby. So I was like, I better wear it. And I knew Before it. Before I, I go, throw it away. You're not throwing it away. Steve, this is not going to hang on This is longer. the shirt that we're going to put in our daughter's crib. 
so well, that she we can... did that with our dog. You don't do that with your daughter. But it has been um, a crazy ride. I was so bummed because, you know, here I am for New Year's, and I'm like, oh, I'll put out kind of the best. I'll, I'll go through the year of all the photos I've taken and do like a... Oh, the New Year's summary post summary that everyone post. does at the end of the year, the year of and highlights. there wasn't shit. <laughs> Like when I got to March, I was like, "Oh, I was in Vegas. I was in San Francisco." Uh, and then, and then everything after that was just like, yeah. <laughs> "Stay home with your wife. <laughs> Hang out with your wife." <laughs> um, so it was kind of sad. And then, and then. But it was nice to. I, I have to say, from my perspective, yes, it has been a sad year. But it was nice to have a baby around the holidays, like be home with a newborn because the world kind of stops anyway. <coughs> anyway. So I felt like there was some legit downtime and you weren't so anxious, like it was legit downtime for you too. Yeah, and I just want to let the uh, people watching right now, you know, yes, I am a little sniffly and, and my eyes are kind of off. I don't have the Rona. I have a thing called Cedar Fever and it happens in Texas and it really wrecks, wrecks me. you. Like it really screws me up. So Your um, eye looks better today. like. The yeah, last couple all, of days, it's just been puffy and swollen. That's why my eyes are like, so puffy all the time. Because I, yeah. I, first of all, I have really bad allergies, and then cedar fever happens, and then I have cedars in my backyard. Yeah. And you know me, I'm back there cutting them down and like into it, so I, I'm suffering from cedar fever. But we were really bummed. Again, you know, we have a a fun life. Yeah. You know, and for New Year's, for many years, we spent it in La Jolla. Or Chicago. Or Chicago. Yeah. And, and La Jolla for me is awesome because, you know, and a lot of comics don't stay there anymore, but there's this beautiful condo. So for us, it's Christmas. Hey, load up everybody. We're going to go sit at this condo in San Francisco or in, in San Diego. Yeah. We're going to catch up with our friends Ryan and Jose and, and Mike and Nikki. It's and, like and our the, beginning of the year reset. The whole crew. And then what I love to do is, and you guys will love this. You know, the comedy store is notorious for having door guys who are comedians. So after we bring in the new year at midnight, show's over, Renee and I get on stage, we kiss, we, we say, all right, happy new year, everybody. We all have our little champagne and we shuffle everybody out. But I, wanna, I always go, all right, guys, we're doing the first open mic of the new year. So at one o'clock in the morning, I take all the door guys, I put their names in a hat and... Our friends, or door girls, door guys, or girls, anyone who works. Door people. Are you one of those people? Yes, really? I am. Like, yes, I am. We get it. Some of them are girls. Sometimes the female comics oh are way God. funnier than some of those dudes. Putting it out there. <laughs> oh, I better shut my fucking mouth. <laughs> Go. I don't want backlash. Um, but I do the open mic, and mm -hmm. some of our friends who live in San Diego stick around, mm -hmm. or, or sometimes it, you know we'll have like a few fans that are hanging out and I'm just like, hey, stay. And they're like, what? I thought we were getting kicked out. I'm like, not you guys. So we have this little audience of people in the that room. That is brutal. It's this brutal. audience is brutal. Everybody's shit housed, right? <laughs> Everybody's drunk. And it was funny because, you know, when I was coming up, any opportunity I could get to go on stage, especially in front of a headliner that could quite possibly take me on the road or vouch for me, I, I took that opportunity. You know, and, and, and I've noticed that as the years have gone on, we went from 
door people, uh-huh. all of them going, fuck yeah, man, I want to be on that stage. I, wanna, I want that time. I want the time to now we're at a point where, oh, I don't well, Now I think they've, they've heard, now that we've been doing no. this for a couple years, they know the audience is brutal. Steve lets the audience give feedback they after they go on stage. And, and, and those waitresses <coughs> are sick of putting up with their shit. Oh yeah, then the waitresses <laughs> are talking shit. And the and waitresses are heckling. And, but it's so much fun. And, and we just really enjoy doing that, you know? And, and yeah. I always buy, I'll buy food for the whole staff because they don't serve food at the La Jolla Comedy Store. I'll buy food for the whole staff. I'll buy a little, um, I probably shouldn't say, a little bottle in the back for everybody. And, and we have a great time. But yes. um, And then we've done Chicago. I just want to say, Ryan, um, to say everyone at the Comedy Store, Mike, Nikki, everyone at Comedy Store, La Jolla, we love you guys. We, mi- then, we missed you a um, lot this year. Two years ago, we did Chicago. Yeah. And had such a good time, and then that's a huge club. So yeah, it's it's so many people, club. it's a big party. And then Steffi, yeah, um, she goes, "Look, we got to have you back. It's one of our favorite New Years. Yeah, let's do it again." So we were booked for New Years in Chicago, and then I'd talk to Steffi, and Steffi would go, "Okay, we're back open," and then a week would go by, and she's like, "Oh, they've just shut us down." And yeah. then so the county, <clears throat> it was the county regulations. Two weeks before. It's about to shut down. I, I call Stephanie. I'm like, look, I, I got to figure out what I'm going to do for New Year's. Am I buying a plane ticket? Am I not buying a plane ticket? Am I performing? She goes, we're closed. Yeah. It's not happening. So my managers, I call my managers up. And because they manage Pitbull, they know all these DJs and clubs that have DJs. They were like, oh, we've got these guys. They're opening a, a, a Mexican restaurant called El Chingon mm-hmm. in Fort Worth, Texas, of all places, near the stockyards. They have a back room. They want to do New Year's with you. Stand up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Mexican restaurant, right? Like, yeah. Awesome. El Chingon. What a cool name. I, I, and then I, I look it up, and it's like all these chicks in... Thongs, all the waitresses are in thongs, right? You didn't tell me that when you booked the gig. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, dude, I get there, and I'm like, all right. You know, my show's at, at the New Year's Eve. I'm like, my show's at, at 8. I'll get there. Me and Timmy will get there. Because we went without you, which was a bummer because of... Oh, I'm sure it was a real bummer, all those girls in thongs. I bet you were very sad I was not there. It was a bummer. You know I'd rather have you. You know I'd rather have you there. Yes, you no, know it that. was a little sad to be a part of New Year's. Um, but so me and Timmy are like... Because we have no idea what's going on, right? So me and Timmy are like, all right, we'll get there an hour early. We'll eat. We'll hang out. Get a feel for the place. Do we get there? there first of all, there's a line around the building... They have a DJ booth at seven o'clock. They have a DJ booth and they're like, oh yeah, every table is bottle service. Mm -hmm. They're all sold out, but we saved you a table for the owners and you by the DJ booth. And I'm like, the fuck is going on here? (laughs) There's a line of 20 somethings around the building at seven o'clock, right? So we end up doing my show. And it's like this black box in the back, really cool place with these awesome booths, right? Yeah. You So my show's done at midnight. We bring in the new year. I walk out there, full-on Vegas nightclub, 
girls in thongs with the signs. Okay, we get the, it. There were girls in thongs. Yes. <laughs> enough, enough. Girls in thongs, nice shitters. Nice, a lot of nice shitters. Uh, and, and you can't help but notice. Um, but I mean, I'm talking about the sparkle, the, the fireworks coming out of the bottles. Yeah. And, and, like Vegas. Yeah. The DJ's doing his thing, uh-huh. right? And then you know, they're all in their 20s and they're like, oh yeah, comedian Steve Trevino in the house. And everybody's like, who gives it? <laughs> who gives a shit? Some of them were like, why? Isn't he married? Doesn't that guy have a family? What the fuck is he doing here? Right? But it was, and then the whole weekend, was like that. Uh-huh. So, and then of course my crowd is all our age. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I they'd have a very to, different demographic. Yeah, so they would have to walk through that <laughs> to get to the show. But definitely like total I had total I don't I don't feel old. I don't. I feel young, I'm strong, I feel energetic. Like uh-huh. I don't feel old. And, and I don't drink like I'm old. I can throw it down, right? I can party. Which I think our generation parties way harder than the younger yeah. generation. They are all taking Ubers and responsible. <laughs> you know, like, we were drinking and not one fight. I was like, come on, pussies, let's go, right? Um, but there was definitely, I'm standing at this booth watching the whole room, and there was definitely the daddy in me, the dad, uh-huh. right? And I would just be like, especially now that you have a daughter. Yeah, especially. Right? Yeah. And I'm looking at these girls, and I'm like, oh, sweetheart, like, <laughs> you must not have a daddy. Like, <laughs> like, oh my God, don't. Like, he doesn't like. He's gonna treat you like shit, honey. Like, don't fuck him. You know what I mean? Like, you wanted to go and parent. Yeah. Do did, did your, did your parents know that you're here? Have you? You know, maybe you should text your dad. Let him know. But definitely, like, feeling kind of like that. <laughs> but talk about different than. Comedy store, doing a show. My wife's on stage. We kiss. Afterwards, we're doing the first open mic of the year. Yeah. You know, to oosh, 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 ooh, ooh. like. Now I'm was, like, maybe I should have gone with you. It would have been fun. You would have had fun. Yeah. You know, the owners, the owners' girlfriend. Um, again, the, the owners are our age, so yeah. you know they were. We were hanging out with them, and she was really sweet, and and I we ended up hanging out with them. All week, and then I dragged them Friday to Billy Bob's Fort Worth to see Randy, because Randy Rogers was playing too. Yep, Randy was there, but it was it was definitely a a very different different New Year's experience. New Year's experience. Not your typical comedy club. Yeah, and it sucked, man. And I, I missed you, and and I wish you were you were there. I, I didn't realize it had been so long since we had not been together for New Year's. It's been a long time. Yeah. I mean, I'm used to. Usually, we're not together on Valentine's Day because that's a big comedy weekend. Comedy weekend, and or well, now now that we're traveling as a family, we're together a lot more. But for a long time, we were never together on Valentine's Day. Um, but we always did New Year's together. Yeah, so it was a bummer not to have you know my wife. Yeah. You know, a lot of the guys at the club were Garrett's age, so. <laughs> <laughs> but there, but there also is a moment, you know, as you get older, that you're like. That's what twenty looks like. They're like baby. You know what I mean? Like that's oh, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's twenty two. Like, come here. Like suckle on this titty. Like <laughs> they're little babies. You know, so young. Uh, but so you know, Randy was there. So you know, all these owners, all their nightclubs are in San Diego, 
and they moved to Texas. Oh, okay. Did I take them to Billy Bob's? Well, first of all, one of the owners, who's Armenian, the next day shows up with cowboy boots like mine. He's like, dude, I got cowboy boots. I'm like, great. We're going to Billy Bob's, right? We go to Billy Bob's and they are just like, what is this place? What is Billy Bob's? I've never been there. It's the biggest honky tonk in the world. Uh, Cowboys dance hall in San Antonio, San Antonio? Uh-huh. is a baby. Wow. Billy, they have a rodeo inside. Yeah, they have a rodeo arena. Bull riding inside. 6,000 wow. capacity is their capacity. Wow. So Randy did a seated show, 2,500 people, right? And it was just awesome um, to take those guys there. Yeah, that's cool. See Randy. Um, Chelsea was there. Randy killed it, had an amazing show. You know, and I had William Beckman opening for me as people walked in. And at your show? At my show. So then Saturday, uh, William comes up to me and, he, you know, he's this 25-year-old, one of the most talented singers I've ever seen and met in my life. And yeah. You need to look him up. I was going to say, if you guys have never um, seen him, he does a... Can they find on YouTube his cover of Selena? <coughs> yeah. And, he I does mean, a Selena cover. And when you hear that he's like this young, skinny-looking kid and you hear this voice come out of him and you're like... Oh. Well, what trips you out is he's Mexican-American, right? So yeah. he knows all these songs. He sings um, the mariachi song El Rey maybe better than I've ever seen it sung ever. Yeah. And and he goes, uh, Randy wants me to sing El Rey tonight um, at Billy Bob's. Uh, you, you think it's okay if I went and, and, and did that? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, you don't want to perform in my 150 black box <laughs> in the back of... El Chingon Mexican restaurant. I go, yeah. you want to be at Billy Bob. Yeah. So he went over there and, and got to sing with Randy. And I had met William because we did the Christmas extravaganza in New Braunfels. Yes. With yeah, yeah, Randy yeah. at Fry Height Country Store. And that was such a great night. I mean, I, and again, I was bummed. Yeah. That you, that you missed it. Oh, you came home and you were like on a high because you had so much fun that night. And you're like, oh, the show was so fun. It was so great. I wish you had been there. Meanwhile, I'm like, <coughs> really... having to sleep with a baby. I'm like, you realize I get two hours before she wakes up again. Shut up. <laughs> it was really special. And it really felt some, like something different. It felt like a Christmas party. At one point, I wore my onesie uh, reindeer outfit. <laughs> and then I went back and put on an elf outfit because... <laughs> We ended up giving away, unbeknownst to the audience. So if there was any veterans in the audience, which was, there was about 16 veterans. Yeah. I had hit up all my friends here in New Braunfels for giveaways. We ended up giving away about fourteen dollars to $15,000 in cash and prizes just to veterans. And the veterans who bought tickets had no idea this was going to happen. So they no just idea. like showed up and it was like, Merry Christmas, veterans. <laughs> at one point I was like, you know, because our friends at Woods... Um, UTV and Cycles here in town, uh-huh. they gave me all this stuff, but it was it, some of it was specific that you had to have a UTV. Oh, God. Right? So I got a veteran. I'm like, hey, there's a veteran in the front row. I'm like, you have a UTV? And he's like, yeah, man, I have a Polaris. I'm like, great. Here's a light bar, and here's some accessories. Merry Christmas. And he was just like, <laughs> like, what just happened? And then at the end, we gave away $5,000 in cash right, to yeah. veterans, and this veteran, we, we call his number, and he comes up, 
and there's tears rolling down his face because we're going to hand him $3,000 cash a week before Christmas. And, I mean, Randy was like, I was, I mean, it was just one of those moments where he was like, for real? For, for real? And we're like, yes, dude, for real. Here's $3,000. Then he's crying, and then I start crying, and then Randy's crying. I mean, you know, because he comes up to me and Randy, and he goes, you saved my Christmas for me and my family. Yeah. He said, like, you have no idea what you guys have just done for me. And it was just an emotional, great show. Yeah. It, was, it was awesome. And, you know, I hope that, you know, even if circumstances are different in 2021, that Randy and I get to do... It'll be an annual thing. I'm hoping, because yeah. it was such a really... Because you both live here in New Braunfels. It's neat to be able to do that. Yes. So let's talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a sweet thing. Now let's talk about my snobby, bougie wife. No, you, you have been, you have been, and I told you yesterday because we went on a, a date, me and you. We did. We, we went on a date. We you, went to dinner. I think to, I think we ate in an hour, and then we were back. Well, and the whole time we're talking about our kids. Like, the, the, we're not, you know. So we, we went to dinner last night, and I told you in the car that I'm, I'm so impressed, and, and you are have been such an amazing mommy with Delilah, the, the energy and, and the way you've been handling things. And I, I told you, I said, I am so surprised <laughs> that you are this woman. From the, gr- from the girl I met. Dude, I never thought the girl I married would turn into this. <laughs> Amazing mom. Like she has, Renee, you have honestly been unbelievable. Like I can't, and it sucks for my comedy. <laughs> Don't worry, baby. I'll make up for it somehow. Like, I need you to be shitty. (laughs) It it has been amazing. And, you know, we should also talk about... It's a very different experience this go-round. Well, and and we gave up on breastfeeding. And and you should talk about that. Um, Do we really want to talk about that? Sure. I mean, I got got mastitis. I don't want to say she gave up. It sounds like she quit. Right. No, you I know. got mastitis, and then... Explain what mastitis is for those of us... I think us we talked about this on the last that episode, don't but produce milk. You basically have, like, a clogged duct, and it's really painful, and that's why the last episode we filmed, I, like, had the chills, because it's very flu-like. You get fever, you have the shakes, um, it's really, really painful, and... Um, so, so we just decided, right? That I had that, like... and then I got sick, and it rolled into being sick, and then it rolled into um, when you... Or that you have to take antibiotics for for mastitis, and so then when you're on antibiotics, there's a chance you could get the rush, so I got that, and it was just like one thing rolled into the other, and it was just a month of being sick, and um, so my milk supply tanked, and I was just like, I just wanna be in like a healthy household. Um, And through the process, we had to put, Delilah didn't respond well to the antibiotics, so we had to put her on formula anyway, and I saw how happy (laughs) she was when she was, well fed and not getting milk that made her right. sick so um so that's it that that is what it is and fyi i have changed like three diapers three okay for all you dicks that were like get over out. it steve if i have to do it you get you i get one diaper a week I, right I, I mean, this, we're averaging about one diaper a I, week. i don't do any wiping i just take it off <laughs> and i get I, I put the new one on and and we move on we move on with our life <laughs> I um, even noticed that a 
sometimes if I'm on the couch changing her and you're sitting there watching TV that you look away. <laughs> you won't even like She's a lady. look that direction. <laughs> well, I, I, here's what I'll say. <clears throat> and I probably shouldn't say this because I'm probably going to catch some shit or people are going to go. Go for it. Say it, baby. No, I, I was struggling with, I love my son so much. And it's a love that, that is really undescribable. And you know, people that are watching this that don't have kids, you, you really can't explain the love you have for your child. Yeah. You, you just can't. And, and it's a different love that I have with you. It's a different love. Definitely a different love. Yeah. I'm, I'm madly in love with you, and I'm madly in love with this little boy. And I, 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 there, was, there has been fear and insecurity on my part where I'm like, am I going to love this little girl yeah. Like I love my son. Like it, it, it was scary. I, and I, I could tell you were like, I could sense and tell, and it made me a little sad, obviously like pregnancy hormones all over the place, but it made me a little sad and I kind of took it personally. I could tell that you were holding back in a way with her because I feel like with Garrett, you just jumped in. And maybe it's because I was working at the time too. And so you were spending more, you were getting more bonding but, time but, with him. Well, it's also, well, I also needed, you know, there was a moment in the past few weeks where I'm holding her and I look into her eyes and it just came over me. Yeah. Like there was a moment where it, I was like, oh, like I'm in love with this little girl. And that love is different. Yeah. And it's weird, but, but you know, I was afraid, but I also, you know, the first I mean, I few- I told you, I was, look, I was like, look, she's a month and she's growing <coughs> out of these newborn clothes. And if you don't, you're gonna yeah, miss Yeah, but remember this. the first few weeks you were, you were breastfeeding. So yeah. I couldn't even feed, you know? So I would hold her, she's asleep. And, but there was a moment where her eyes were open and she looked at me and smiled. And I don't know if it was a smile or a, she's taking a shit, but, <laughs> but, but there was just a moment where I was like, thank God. Yeah. Because I was afraid and I, and I was having personal issues of, am I going to love this child with the same passion that I love my son? Yeah. And it's there now, but it took a moment. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I, 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 you know, when you were talking about the breastfeeding, this thought came over me. I'm like, I, I should talk about it because I don't know. I mean, look, I might be crazy. And people might go, Steve, what the fuck, man? You don't love your daughter? No, I do love my daughter, but there was, there was definitely you were just, a- you, But you were afraid to hold her in the beginning. You were like, she's so tiny and I'm afraid to hold her. It was just, it was this weird, I could sense you holding back and you didn't do that with Garrett. With Garrett, you were like in the mix. And I well, don't know- Well, Garrett, you know, he's a boy. You pick him up by the say, leg. I, I don't know if it was because You know, you pick him up by the leg, you wipe his ass, you throw the water hose in there and you freaking, <laughs> you know, you're done, right? But, but no, it was, it, it was, it, it was, scary and it was i was excited to have her yeah right i feel so blessed that we we got pregnant right yeah for sure um the pregnancy time fucking sucked <laughs> um so it's good to have you back but but there was a moment where i was like am i going to love this child that's and, and i do i'm madly in love with her now yeah but i, I also noticed that it's a different love with her you know, so I don't know if that's, you know, uh, do we dive into that stand-up wise? Yeah. You know, do I get on stage and talk about that? Yeah. You know, um, recently I, I started talking about, you know, how to raise Garrett, you know, and, and 
how do we raise Garrett and Delilah, number one, in a new world, right? Because it's all evolving and changing. Mm -hmm. And number two, you know, all the things that we have. It's very different this you go around. Um, I feel so lucky to live in this house. I feel so lucky to have a beach house. I feel so lucky to have a ranch. And, and yeah. Even this morning getting ready, I have like major mom guilt because we have someone here helping us with Delilah, obviously, while we're doing this. And um, I was getting ready and I even felt guilty like taking that time to put my makeup and do my hair <coughs> away did from you? her. Did you? I did, yes. I like that she's like, we have somebody here helping. We, we, have, we have hired a Renee, a nanny slash personal assistant slash everything. So I don't want to not talk about that on the podcast because yeah. I'm sure, you know, there's going to be conversations. I have help. About Betty. We, we have help. Yeah. We have help. I so, was going to say, you get away with not changing any diapers because we have help. <laughs> Do I handle shit? Does the yard look badass? See or no? Oh my gosh. Is the garage, is the garage tip top? All is there long. a home for my pole a, saw? A whole day. Yes, there is. You spent a whole day with that weed killer thing on your back and spraying like. I have a lot of zero scaped areas, and I don't want grass. Wait, <laughs> it's laughing. This, it's this weird. No, I'm it's this. Because you're doing all that stuff, so you don't have to change the diaper. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's me anyway. That's no, but me it's anyway. like this weird COVID anxiety too. You like have to keep doing something because. There's not a lot of shows on the, the calendar this month and no, you but like have to keep doing something. No, you act like I, was, I wasn't like that before COVID. It's definitely heightened. We moved it, into a house and I fucking remodeled the whole house. No, someone, someone asked me, they were like, is Steve on ADD medication? Does Steve take Adderall? Like, no, I wouldn't be this fucking fat like, if I was on Adderall. <laughs> I wish I was on Adderall, that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but but speaking of, so we're gonna take Adderall to get this back. I, I was about to say, if you get some, can I have some too? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. Terrible. It's not a COVID thing. You know, I've always been a busybody. I have always had. You the, have, but it is heightened. It's this weird no, anxiety thing. It's totally I've, heightened. I've always had the fear, and I will always have the fear of losing it all. Yeah. Right, and yeah. my goal with my house investments, the, the houses that I have invested in, that we have, because we do real estate, the houses that I've invested in are my, oh shit, I got canceled, I can't do stand-up anymore, but I'm, I wanna work as hard on the real estate side of things as I do on my stand-up side so that I don't lose it all. You know. But back to the point of me feeling lucky to have this house and lucky to have the things that we have. And Garrett's like, that fucker just gets to live here. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's what I mean? It's, no, it's true. It's like, totally this is true. normal to you? Fuck you, dude. This is awesome to me. And this is your normal? Yes. And his little, he goes to play at his friend's house down the street. And their house is even bigger than ours. Like, yeah. There's a baseball yeah, yeah. field in our neighborhood. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, dad, let's go practice baseball at the baseball field. I'm like, what? Yeah. We were in a fucking cotton field and we'd have to walk, you'd break an ankle. Push your mouth in a cotton field. Were we not in Gregory? Well, yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cotton field. I walked 10 miles in the snow. No, no. Hill, like... We would play in the cotton field in Gregory. 
When it wasn't cotton season. When it wasn't cotton yeah. season. You're like you're rolling around. And when it was cotton season, right? I was picking it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I mean, you know, that's the kind of. Hopefully, you know, we get into that material of, you know, the the the, the new daughter, how that makes me feel. Yeah. You know, because you know, all my jokes get written from emotion first. Yes. Then funny. Someone asked me that actually. I got a message. I forget they they bought tickets to an upcoming show, and they were they said we bought tickets and we're bringing our parents because we noticed that till death and my life in quarantine um, is fairly clean. So we've never seen Steve live. Are we going to be really uncomfortable with our parents, or should we bring them? No. And I didn't know how to answer that question. You know, I was like, I told him. I said honestly, I said a live show with Steve to me is like the coolest, funnest thing ever. But you That's never, my girl. but you never know what's going to come out of his mouth. Like it is different than what you do on TV. No, it's. But you've it's, never sold yourself as a clean comic, and no. I let them know that. But like, it's. I, let me talk. It is. <laughs> it is strong language. When I'm doing live, it is strong language. It's not. Uh, pussy dick, pussy dick. You okay, know. okay, okay, okay. You know. We reserve that it, for the podcast. No, it is. You know, you're gonna hear. You're going to hear me say fuck because that's how I talk. Right. Right. And then, you know, a shit or a, you know, a bitch or, but so yeah. the, the language is strong. The material is not sexually content. It's not, you know. Well, that's what I said. I said, as his career has evolved, he talks more and more about what's happening in real life. And these well, are the I, topics happening in our real life because right now I, and I don't. I learned that for, for me, I started writing from the emotion side of things and then making that funny. Yeah. You know, so my life in quarantine, you know, the miscarriage for us was one of the most devastating things that we ever dealt with. And I said, okay, here's something that, that has a lot of heart from me and you. Mm -hmm. How do I make that journey funny? Right. I don't go, oh, this is funny. It doesn't have heart. Who cares? It's funny. Right. Right. I'm not, I don't say things on stage for the sake of being funny. I say things on stage that matter to me, yeah. that that have real heart. That's you know. been cool. Selfishly, that's been really cool for me because, especially with my life in quarantine, I'm specifically talking about the miscarriage and stuff. Is the messages that I get from not just wives, I get messages from husbands too, saying that like we, were we went through this experience and thank you for we talking about it. And we were scared when it, when it when it happened. The shitty part was. I was already doing jokes about you being pregnant because you were already three months pregnant, at, you know, when I started doing the jokes. Yeah. You know, because you were like, hey, we got to wait that that period or whatever, that, that amount Oh, of, you didn't wait. You can't keep a secret. You were talking about it a month in, I'm sure. So we, oh, I don't even want to get into that, dude. <laughs> we haven't even fought yet and I got to wrap it up. And we're not even fighting on this episode and we will fucking fight, dude, because you fucked up on that one. Uh, so maybe on the next episode. Okay. Okay, happy new oh year. Oh my god, dude, this one. <laughs> no, let's get into it. This one here. And you just said we're not getting into it. So this it. one here comes up to me. Because I had told my parents that we were pregnant when we had the miscarriage. And th this one was, and I told my family. And this one. Oh my god, and why did you do that? And that is not right. And, and first no. of all, you told them without me. And you didn't even talk to me, right? So I felt like shit. I really felt bad, and Renee told me, you know, that's not okay, and you don't say shit, you know, until we agree to say shit, right? You were talking about it on stage a month in, and I was very uncomfortable with that. 
And then you got mad at me for telling our parents and family. And I you... know. I just said this is something we should do together. Okay, fine. Is that what you said? See or no? See or no? Okay, that's what you said. I know where this is going. Yeah. That's what I said. So then we get pregnant again, right? With with Delilah, I get to her parents' house and her parents are like, "Congratulations!" <laughs> Renee told me you guys are pregnant. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> then my phone rings and it's my mom and dad. Oh my God, you're having a baby? And I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't say shit Listen, because out, I got in trouble. You were out fishing on a boat every day for a week. And so they figured something was going on. Me fishing on a boat has nothing to do with anything. Maybe if you'd been around, you could have been there and to the tell them. And the point is that Renee makes the rules doesn't have to fucking follow up. So then I got mad, dude. I was upset, man. And I was, my, my feelings were hurt and I was mad and so I look, let her- I think you found something to talk about on stage. Save it, save it for the stage. No, <laughs> this is the stage. Don't, don't waste dude, it here, save it for And the you have stage. no idea the pain I went through and how mad Renee was. And you fucking told her parents and I'm so mad at you. And I'm like, oh shit, maybe that was a mistake. If, if my wife doesn't want to tell people, I understand. So this next one, threw the key away. No, you didn't. Keeping my fucking Y'all, mouth Steve shut. Steve cannot keep a secret. If you have a secret, do not tell Steve Trevino. No, if you tell me it's a secret, I'll keep it. <laughs> but if you do not specify. <laughs> okay, there, there might be a little bit of truth to that. Exactly. You have to be very You tell specific. me it's a secret, that's between me and you. You start running your mouth. But you gotta make sure he's listening to you, not like doing something on his phone or. I'm always listening. Always listening. So, uh, back to what we were talking about before you started shit. What was it? I don't know, Aztec Chevy? Oh yeah, thank you. (laughs) Yes, Aztec Chevrolet. Oh, well, that was awesome. We sold the the Camaro. Yes, thank you to whomever bought the Camaro because it was a very impractical car to have two car seats in. Someone bought the Camaro and they brought us a 2021 Tahoe. 2020, 2020. 2020 Tahoe. That's this beautiful shape. High color. country. A much more practical. Oh my color. god, dude! And so much cheaper, and same quality as your Land Rover. <laughs> and oh my dude, this freaking. Did you see it outside? That new Tahoe, oh, dude. High country, bro. I drive that thing around, and I just look down at people. Like, look at these poor people. <laughs> look at all. Look at all these. But I'm so humble. Peasants. I want my son to stay humble. Look at all these peasants. No, but it's it's really nice car and. You know, I'm excited because your parents are, you know, uh, unfortunately your parents aren't feeling well right now. Yeah. Um, but as soon as that clears up, they're going to go into Aztec Chevrolet and, and get a car from those boys. And I got a phone call yesterday that they want to get involved with Helicopters for Heroes. Oh, cool. But they want to do it in Beeville. And I was like, yes. Like, so these guys at Aztec have just... Not only are they sponsoring the podcast, they've really started to kind of get involved with our lives. You know, which is fantastic. So big thank you um, to Aztec Chevrolet. Except I, I, I want a cup too. How come Steve gets a cup, but I don't get a cup? What's going on? Oh my God! See what I mean? Here, take that too. <laughs> take it too. What else? What else do you want? <laughs> Shit. Um, but it it, 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 we're so happy to be back doing the podcast. Oh yes, so happy. Um, and we're really excited because um, a couple things. We're gonna we're gonna take you guys on a journey. One of those journeys is we're going to set up the home studio. There is literally one piece of furniture in there. That's going to stay, yeah. And then you guys are going to get to watch the studio being designed by Renee and how long that fucking takes. (laughs) uh, (laughs) No, um, I was going to 
start on it. And you said, no, no, just clear out the room, let the guy set up the cameras, and we'll start from scratch. And then Renee gets cleared medically soon to start exercising again. Yeah. And Renee has decided, you want to tell him about it? Um, well, I decided I wanted to go to Croatia. <laughs> and no, we have a really sweet friend, Dan, um, who has family in Croatia and a place to stay. And he's been showing us pictures for years. And I've been trying to talk you into going. And you said, yes, if I got abs, yes, that we would go to Croatia. Again, a lot of people don't know in our closet, I have a cardboard cutout <laughs> that she has to walk through. <laughs> and if she can't walk through it, Divorce papers are, they're already there. The divorce paper, like if she hits her belly <laughs> on the thing, the divorce papers fall out of the sky. And we're, no, yeah, I no, mean, right. look, in all honesty, yes, I want to get back in shape after this baby. Well, no, so, so you know, Renee's little sister, what a journey, that, that girl. I mean, you know, and she was, and, and I hope I don't hurt her feelings, but she was very big. At one point. No, you, she, okay. She was. No, she was, you make it sound like she was very big. She was very average. She at one point got big. The freshman 15. I don't want to talk bad because she decided to make a lifestyle change. Yes. And now she looks amazing. Okay, but she's like the extreme. I don't think I can do that. I'm like the eat the donuts because you can't take this body with you when you go. Well, so we're going to take you guys on a journey of Renee after having a baby, trying to get in the best shape of her life. If she gets the slightest bit of abs, I will take her to Croatia and we'll stay at Dan's place because I ain't buying you no <laughs> fancy hotel. Um, but, but we want to take you guys on that journey as well. And, and we just love the fact and we missed these podcasts, you know. And, and I missed it. I missed you guys. No, we didn't miss these guys. But <laughs> I did. But not this Nate dog. Oh, fuck him, dude. Um, <laughs> but but you know. I miss Nate because he's calling you out this episode. I know. How the fuck? <laughs> Renee was like, "We need women." Well, you got one. There you go. <laughs> yeah, she's on your team. So. <laughs> Yeah, Team Captain Evil over here. He's even got a Team Captain Evil mask on. That's bullshit. I have two, I have two daughters. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we miss it, and we miss we miss the comments, and we miss because Renee and I we we like to we like to watch along as people. Oh, and um, you know, as you guys see, it's Friday, so the podcasts are going to be coming out now on We're Friday. We're switching the schedule. We're doing Fridays instead of Wednesday. So. Please, thank you for the support. I wish you all health and happiness in 2021. Oh, real quick, the New Year's card. You, you go ahead. You got um, your fucking notes. So in the... <laughs> no, you know what this is, y'all? My brain is not working. So actually, you were talking about other stuff, and I was like, oh, I got to remember to do this. I got to remember to do that. So it's like... You wrote something right there. What is that? I can't even read it. Um, I have to pay someone. I have to remember to pay someone. You were talking about oh, something pay else. Yeah, yeah, you were talking about something else, and I was like, oh, shoot, I have to remember to pay someone. Um, what was I talking about? The cards. Oh, the New Year's card. So if you followed Steve, you know that we always send out a New Year's card. You can go to his website and put in your address and we send you our Well, let's catch people photo. up. And, and I, we got to wrap it up. But Renee and I, we both feel so lucky that people buy tickets to our shows, that people watch our specials, that people... I love that you call it R. What do you mean R? Well, no, it's like it's your show. You're, you're special. No, 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 but no, but it is our life and our yes. livelihood. And if you guys don't buy tickets, if you guys don't watch, we lose everything. So I, I would always tell Renee that the, the word fan 
has always been seemed, weird to you. Seemed very weird to me. Yeah. To me, your friends and your family, because only friends and family help other people out, and you guys help us out. So I told Renee, I go, I want to do for the fan the same thing we do for our Something friends and personal. family. And what we do for our friends and family is every year we send them a real postcard for Christmas or New Year's that they can put up for on New their, Year's. I can never manage to get it out on time. Um, <laughs> that they can put up on their refrigerator from us. Yeah. So we're extending that to you guys. So get on our mailing list, our our mailing list on 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 your website. On my website. Your website and put in there. And we will send you the same card that we send to our parents. It'll be a New Year's card a little late because we had to wait to take pictures with Delilah, but... But it's just our way of going, you matter. Thank you. We care. Um, and it, it fucking started to cost us a lot of money. To, <laughs> I was like, we might have to switch to an email soon. Yeah, they're going to get the little card, bullshit card stock, like a real thin paper. We're going to print them here at the house. There you go, fuckers. Um, <laughs> but, but we want you guys to know that... Even if it's something that little, that we care and that we yeah. love you guys. So go to my website, sign up for it um, soon. I don't know if we have that little form up there yet, but. Oh, Adrian will get it up, yeah. So it'll be we'll up there up. soon and uh, we'll be sending cards out. So uh, we love you guys and anywhere in the world, which also gets expensive, but um, anywhere in the world, um, we will send you a personal card from us because we love you. Um, thank you for the support. Please, please continue to share and, and don't keep us a secret. Please let people know. Uh, anything else? No, that's it. Just happy, happy New Year. Excited to be back. Happy New Year. I wish you all health and happiness later. <laughs>